welcome to The Real Estate Show. This is The Realist Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Andrea Fasano, and thanks so much for joining us. Um, this is a brand new podcast. I'm so excited to get it kicked off this week. Uh, it's something I'm very passionate about, a little bit about me. I'm a licensed real estate agent in the state of New York. And although I'm pretty new to the real estate game, I have it basically running through my veins as my mother, my aunt, my cousin, and a bunch of people I know are all real estate salespeople and have been in the business for a while. So I've been around it for a while. But the motivation to really starting this podcast was the fact that um, I'm an on-camera host and I actually have an experience in history in production, television production. I've been wanting to do a podcast for such a long time but never really knew what my niche should be. I mean, I'm someone who could talk to walls about their paint drying, and anyone who knows me knows that's pretty much true. But I really wanted something that I was passionate about, that I could provide great content for you every single week. And when I became a real estate uh, licensed real estate agent, it really spoke to me. It was something that I became instantly passionate about, and I want to bring that to the masses. I wanted to bring all sides of the business because I don't think anyone really knows everything there is to know about real estate. And if there are a few of you out there, kudos, call me, let's bring you on the show. But a lot of the podcasts out there are all about investors or investing in real estate and how to flip houses. And although that's good and fun information, and we will definitely have that information on this show at some point, I want this to be for everybody. That's why it's the realest real estate show. I want this to be real practical information that you guys can get each week by people who are either in the business, who have been in the business on the real estate side or have been in the business on the buyer side or the seller side. Thank you so much for watching thus far and I hope you will subscribe and tune in every week as I introduce you guys to people who are very informative and know a lot about all aspects of real estate. I'm very honored and very excited to introduce you to my first guest ever, my mother, Arlene Fasano. Here she is. This takes me to my first guest. Um, she's a real estate agent in Sun City, South Carolina, as she says, which happens to be a 55 and over community. And she works mostly on referrals. For those of you who don't know that, it's literally just word of mouth. People just saying, hey, I know this person. She's a great real estate agent. You should look her up or you should work with her. Um, this lady is still so busy, even just working on referrals. It's kind of amazing. And I'll have her talk all about how she does that. Her experience in real estate dates back to the 70s with almost 50 years in the business. So that's got to tell you guys something. And ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited and proud to sit down and talk business with my best friend, my mother, Arlene Vizzano. Welcome to the show, Arlene. Thanks, hon. So good to be here with you. <laughs> so um, first I'll say, do you think it's weird that I refer to you as Arlene? If someone uh, wonders if that's a weird thing, what would you say? That is absolutely fine. Really? Because <laughs> yes. I do it all the time, right? <laughs> yes, that's Arlene. Yes. Arlene. <laughs> that's well, fine. Mom, uh, thank you so much for being here, Mommy. I love this. I'm so excited. You're my first guest on my new show. I'm very, very excited you picked me. That's great. Thank you, honey. Thanks for doing this. Um, and how do you feel? Feel great. Love the weather. Having a great life down here. And uh, other than what's going on now, it's um, real estate down here is really great. You're doing okay. 
outside mm. of this whole pandemic? Yes, I do have buyers that are not coming down right now. But down in South Carolina, we have something called auto email. So if they tell me their criteria, for the most part, probably usually the price more than anything else, I can put them into the computer and in the privacy of their own home, they could look at listings as they come up every day, every other day, every week, whenever that information becomes available, they will get an email. And uh, if they do like it, they could ask me questions about it. And uh, if when the time comes that they want to come down and look at it, if it's still available, we just go and look at it. And it saves so much time because I don't have to then worry about what you want. You tell me what you want. And it makes it a lot easier for both of us. Okay, so that sounds like something you do all of the time, but it seems like right now during this crazy time, um, during the pandemic, that you're actually utilizing the same tools and it's working just as good. Have you had anyone come to you during this time, the last few weeks and say, hey, I'm still interested, I'm looking at this place, when can we go see it? Or have you had any action during this time? Um, as far as buyers go, very, very, very little. Uh, a lot of people do not want to travel here. A lot of my referrals are from New York. And because of what went on, they don't want to come here just through the respect of South Carolina people. Right, and everyone's health. Everybody's health. They're worried about that. So that auto email helps them. And because of that, a lot of the listings are still on the market. So they're hoping that by the time they're really interested in seeing them, that they will be able to get to, you know, they will be available right. for them. As far as sellers go, um, there's a couple of thing, issues. Some of the sellers do not want people in their homes, either because their health is not good. They're afraid of what is going to be brought into their home. However, we do have people that I have not personally, but we do have people that have gone into homes, use all the precautions, I'm sorry, precautions that they could, um, Lysol and sprays and right. all kinds Gloves, of things. Masks. Gloves, You guys don't have a stay in place order down there. That's why it's okay to still go. I mean, it's not suggested. And exactly. you know what I would say about that, I'd be going crazy on you if you were going in any of these houses. But exactly. so you still can work down there. Yes. And what else is also good as a seller's agent, we have a tool, which I'm sure many, many states, including New York have, it's called the, um, the the uh, virtual tour of the homes right so other than just pictures of each room you could actually have hire somebody or if you're qualified to do a virtual tour of the whole home yeah and then when someone wants to see it's yeah. wonderful because yeah. a buyer then is actually going through each room and mm -hmm. seeing the room you know, 360 degrees. And yeah, that and it's is even really better. More, I, I looked at one just yesterday. You can see more um, space. You could be more spatially aware of what it looks like than in a flat photo. Right. So I think they're very helpful. Well, you mentioned, you know, compared to New York, that your business down there, obviously the states are different. The laws are different. But let's go back to the beginning. How was it when you first started in real estate in this business? You did it for most of our lives growing up as children. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about that and how it's changed since then. Oh, Andrea, in the 70s. <laughs> okay, first of all, when she says my name, Andrea. <laughs> 
I'm also going to pause here to just talk about the fact that we didn't discuss what we were wearing, everyone. And so she says she's wearing green, but we both look like we're wearing yellow. So, you know, great minds think alike. What can you do? That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the 70s, which a lot of people might not remember. Um, when you were part of the multiple listing service, you had the listing service actually bring to each office. Now you have to think about this, all the listings for that day, and they would slide it under the door during the night and you would come into the office and you'd pick up that envelope and you'd see all the listings. So with the people in your office, if you had a large office, you, it was like slim pickings because you were like, oh, do I have a customer for that? Do I have a customer for that? And most of the time, other than um, what's the norm for Sun City here, which is a retirement, active retirement community, what we did as realtors is we'd have to go and see the homes during the week so we could go back to our clients and tell them about the home, uh, if it's what they were asking for, their criteria. So all week long, pretty much, you were looking at these homes and then your weekend was the big, big, big time to take people out and okay. see the homes. Because most people worked. It's not like here in Sun City where we can take people all the time because everybody is pretty mm -hmm. much coming down to, for retirement. But then as things progressed uh, with the computer age, things got better and better. And then they would start putting it on and until it uh, evolved to what it is today, but it is just a magnificent transformation to what we used to have. Really, I mean, I can't imagine someone going all along, long, all across Long Island and slipping papers under the door, and with the rate at which houses go on the market and come off the market today, you just you couldn't sustain that. That's incredible and That's kind of right. crazy in a, in a way. It's absolutely That's right. right. And a lot of times you'd get an offer on a house and the homeowner, it's already sold. Or right. by that weekend, they're telling you, I'm sorry, it's already sold. So it was very difficult at that time. Um, the interest, the, the commissions were a lot higher at that time. They have come down in Long Island, I remember, for the norm. Um, you still could ask if you, you know, want uh, more of a commission. But down here, it's. Uh, pretty good. It really is. We usually, the norm is around 6% here. Oh, you're not supposed to talk about commissions, mom. That's uh, all part of the legalities. That's right. <laughs> I know, um, I'm sure you haven't taken the course in a while. I, I haven't. No, I do my continuous ed to keep my license. But right. um, I'm just saying like, you know, it's usually if you see General, the listing, yeah. they'll tell you that each but one is a certain of houses down there are a little cheaper, especially than compared mm -hmm. to where I am in New York on Long Island and the five boroughs, the cost of oh. homes are significantly less, you would say. Absolutely. And interesting. Being being a person that lived on Long Island, when we first came down here to even look at the area and we found what we could build right. for a fraction of what our house was worth up north, we were like Yes, get that house built right away. I and know, and you were so smart to recognize that. I mean, you just have always had this uh, instinct, this natural mm -hmm. instinct Dang. for this, for real estate and just making moves and big decisions like that where other people would freak out. Tell the story a little bit about how you went down there and you guys didn't oh. even have plans on retiring 
right? You didn't have plans right. of ever moving oh. south. And then you went to go visit a friend's uh, uncle and Sue. Well, shout out to Sue Taliani. Yes. <laughs> and so and go ahead. It's a real funny story because if you remember any time we ever spoke to daddy about retirement, first of all, oh, he didn't really want to know about it because he was a workaholic. <laughs> but anytime I'd speak to him, I'd say, hun, like we were in our early 50s. And I remember saying to him, hun, we got to start thinking. Well, we've had friends that wanted us to move to New Hampshire. We had friends that wanted us to get a place in Pennsylvania, Florida, you know, all these places. And, you know, not that it ever really felt right to me. And one time, one of my best friends, Sue came up from Florida because she has a place there and she had told her husband she wanted to stop in this place called Sun City Hilton Head to visit her godmother on the way home because they were driving and they did. And at the time, and this is 2005 now, you're talking, um, they were building Eons the ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> they were building it's and scary. we had the models and she came back with, a, if you remember, a VCR tape. Oh my goodness. And she let me see it. And for some reason, I just couldn't sleep. I said, to, I said to your father, we've got to go see this place. And he was like, the only time I've ever been to South Carolina is when we drove the kids to Florida and we passed through. Or soccer we, tournaments or anything. Yeah, or Disney. Disney, yep. Or, you know, so uh, we've never been to Myrtle Beach. We never went to Hilton Head Island, which many other people had done. We were always Catskill people. We always went north. So... It was something we never thought of. And um, I just happened to have been talking to my friends and I said, anybody want to go visit? And they went, oh yeah, we'll come and we'll see. Well, <laughs> another friend, Carol Spadafora, came down with her husband and I talked your father into coming one weekend, which they were given this whole big introduction weekend, inexpensive rates at the Hampton Inn and gave us a golf cart. We looked around and I'm telling you, we were so impressed because a lot of places are golf communities and your father unfortunately is not a golfer. He's a softball player. So we did not want to have to pay for golf if we weren't going to play this place. You did not have to. So we just winded up saying, but it is still a beautiful course. I mean, I've wanted yes. to get on it multiple times. We've been one or once or twice, but we have two yeah, now. you could do everything down there. I mean, for anyone who knows me and knows my family, I'm obsessed with where they live and where they moved to. It was really hard at first because you weren't planning on doing it. And I, right. I was just like, what, what are you leaving me? But, uh, going down there for the holidays and even just to visit, it is such like, a a vacation away from home. It is gorgeous. It's the people are lovely and there's just so much to do for all ages. Right. Well, I think if I wasn't um, familiar with the real estate business, right. I might not have taken that chance. So what, you know? what made you take that chance? What did you see in this place? Was it the difference in money and how much uh, more affordable it was to live down there? Was it all of the amenities, what was it that really caught your attention? Because in a, right. a single weekend trip, you can only see so much as far as weather and things like that. Right. Well, we came in the month of September, which is gorgeous down here usually. Mm -hmm. yep. And they had an orientation. And in the orientation, they told us all about the amenities, over 100 clubs, um, the pools. They were just building. Oh, this is so funny, Andrea. <laughs> they were just building this new softball field in 2005 
which now is how how many years old, which your father is always at. Uh-huh. But um, they were just building that. So that was the first thing that I knew I had your father, you know, because, yeah. you know, he's always the procrastinator. I'm the one. Yeah, let's do it. You know, <laughs> so all of a sudden we saw all these things becoming to be and the place was started to build I think in 1994 so here it's only 10 years old they were just we could not even look at our lot we had to pick our lot from a piece of paper wow so with all that said and them telling us all that's coming as far as the pools I mean we have like five pools we have it's just it's it's just amazing, but yet it's not too, too big. It's close to Hilton Head. It's close to Myrtle Beach. You could take people to Savannah, which is just 20 minutes. Our airport there is like a little Liberty Square. It's beautiful. <laughs> Super cute. It's cute. So anyway, um, it's, I'm just, I'm not trying to sell Sun City. Yes, though you are. I you're come always down. <laughs> But that's okay, because that's who you are, and that's why you're so good at it. Because you're passionate about what you do. Well, that was actually going to be my next thing. I kind of teased about, (laughs) listen, mom, I love you more than anything in this world, but your tactics when it comes to meeting people are literally the best in the world. (laughs) For anyone who doesn't know her, you're getting to know her here, but she will literally, if I'm just there for a quick weekend, which is so possible from New York, it's amazing. It makes you feel like you've been there for a long time. She'll be in the pool and put the noodle under her arms and just sashay over to whoever's in the pool that she doesn't know, which is rare if it's someone. And she'll ask, uh, oh, are you from, are you new to the area or are you just visiting, right? No, you just oh, do that naturally, line. right? Well, this is my line. See, everybody has to have a line. Okay. This is my line. I say to them, oh, what street do you live on? Okay. Not trying to get too personal. And if they tell me the street, and I'll say, oh, I know that street because I'm a realtor. Yes. I know all the streets. <laughs> and that's then they'll go, pleasant. oh, you're a realtor? Oh, yes, I'm in the magazine. Just look me up anytime. You know, so that's how you start. And if you're friendly to people, you know, a salesperson's a salesperson. If you're, if you like people, you're going to sell a car, you're going to sell a house, you're going to sell whatever, because uh, you have to believe in whatever you're selling. If you don't believe in that product that you're selling, you're not going to be good at it. But if you really like people and you believe in the product, you're going to do well and you have to be honest. I mean, we, if I tell you how many realtors there are down here, you, it would blow your mind. But if I, if you ask me how many realtors actually work, um, it's not going to be as many as you think only because your, you, your reputation. I mean, I live here. Yeah. I have helped many people. If I did not have a good reputation, I would not be doing well at all. You know, you just have to be honest with them. You have to live with these people. I'm not going to tell them something if I don't know it. I will be honest and say, I don't know it. I will find out. And if I have other big thing down here is getting in touch with people. A lot of people and a lot of companies don't call people back. I might not know, like you might not like, I'm sorry. You might not like what I have to say, but I promise you, I will let you know and get back to you with an answer. So Give that's me an example. What do you mean? Like what kind of companies? What are you talking about? Why wouldn't people get back to you? Well, there are, say, um, air conditioning repair. Um, you'll call somebody and they'll say, sure. And then they, they just never call you back. Or wow. say somebody wants their bathroom redone. 
they're so busy down here because of all the new development, which you know mm-hmm. as a new homeowner. Yeah. Okay. A South Carolina homeowner, Andrea. And um, She's plugging me, people. And I was her realtor. <laughs> we can tell that story, too, if you want. Yes, but I would love to. But anyway, so things like that, you try to get um, – a sink fixed or something. There are those people that are so reliable and there are some people that just never call you back. And that's why networking is very important too, because of that. You know. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. So being a homeowner down there and I just passed my one year of owning the home. So thank you yeah. very much to you and dad and to everybody who supported that. But uh, there was the one year warranty that I never knew about and I had to deal with, especially because it was a newly built home. And calling people to try and get them to follow up to deal with things in my home, whether it was the HVAC system, actually the HVAC people were, were right on it. You just put the little message in and they called me right away. So I'll give oh, them, a, I'll give them a shout out, but uh, I don't even know what they're called, but um, you know, whether it's the roofing people or, you know, painting or the builders or whoever it is, it is really tough. And I wonder like so often, how do people and companies in South Carolina thrive but like you said, it's because of supply and demand. If there's homes right. going off every five minutes and these companies aren't used to that kind of demand, then they just are worn thin and they don't really care if they get back to you or if your house is waiting till it, you know, a nail gets fixed or something like that. But that's um, right. yeah, that's so interesting. So is it basically that you just love people? Have you always loved, like what do you love about the real estate the most? To be honest with you, when we go to closing, well, first when they find the house they like, and then we go to closing and they are so excited to get into that home. And then they'll tell me, you have to come by and look at our house. And you go back in about a month and you see, and they're showing you all the things they did to it or the, the decorating or, and just to have people say, wow, I'm out of the snow or, you know, right. it, Florida was just too, too hot, you know, because we have like three seasons here. Mm-hmm. And just the fact of them saying, thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your diligence. You know, thank you for just being a good realtor and a, now a nice, a good neighbor, you know. Right. Um, that makes me feel, and especially if you're walking and you see people on the street and you say hi, you go, oh, hi, oh, this is my realtor, you know, and that's what makes it good. Because at this point in my life, you know, after retirement, after putting years also in the school district for so many years, um, I just came back to the thing I love. And down here was the perfect place to do it. That's amazing. I know. The, it's really funny that I don't think you meant to do this again and for as long as you have been mm-hmm. and she tells me all the time Andrea I'm too old for that I want to stop blah 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 but she really was the inspiration for me to get my license because I'm in production um and so every time I am down or the show is not airing or I'm in between jobs I try and go visit them and I was like what better than to try and help her sound houses which you already have you know usually five on rotation <laughs> Uh, while I'm down there and just to help you to either be your assistant or, or a fellow sure. realtor on your team, whatever it may be. So that really lit that um, idea under my, you know what, but it's funny. So I want you to tell me stories. 
one or two that you've had throughout your career that really stuck out to you. Before we do that, I will mention, so I will reference this book many times throughout this podcast. Um, the book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I will post the author's name because I can't say it. It's Robert and I can't say his last name, but I just can't pronounce it. And it's not right in front of me. But Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I absolutely love the book. And for a lot of people, it's about finances and really understanding um, your assets and money and creating money, your financial intelligence, and really understanding that it's not about working yourself into the ground to try and get bigger and better with your financial situation. We, like I said, I'll definitely go into that more throughout the series of this podcast, but I was reading that just for fun in the middle of, you know, commuting to one of my jobs. And one day I turned around to you and dad and I said, I'm 30 something. I have no assets of my own, you know, no matter what my financial situation is. And I feel like one of the most important things is to own real estate and to own something. And I came to you and I said, I really want to do this. I know that South Carolina is a good place to do it. Um, New York is a very expensive place. I don't think I was prepared to do it here. Also, I wouldn't know where I would want to go or have to live. And um, because I'm such a transient person, I up and go with the job or the weather, whatever it may be. And um, I said, I, I think I can do this. Will you help me? And I said, I just meant in looking. I just wanted to go look because you're my real estate agent. And we did, right? And our first mm -hmm. day out when my job was over and I came down there for a little vacation, we saw garbage. <laughs> if you remember, we went out. For the we, especially for the price range the that price. you were looking in, yep. which, and, is, which is very, very reasonable for a person your age mm -hmm. down yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. It was around $200,000 we were looking. And you got a bunch of listings for me and we just went out and I had never, you know, done something like this before, except in watching you work throughout mm -hmm. the years and going to places with you down there. But for yourself, it's a lot different than even just trying to rent or, or I guess just seeing places for fun. Like this was really different. And so we went down there and we're seeing places which were really run down or they had strange architecture where there's like a pole in the middle of the kitchen and things just didn't really seem to make a lot of sense. And they definitely didn't make a lot of sense for purchasing your first place, which I didn't know if I was going to live in or rent out at the time. And then we just, in the same day, one day we were driving along, found this community of townhouses and we really liked this layout of the townhouse, except there were workers in there who were smoking in the garage and they didn't realize it was getting into the house and it stunk. For anyone who's a non-smoker and can't take it, which me and you are, we were like, oh my God, we can't even breathe. Ran through the house quickly and I was like, mom, I know that was a debacle of a situation and these poor people didn't know it because they were not the homeowners. So I feel bad for whoever the homeowners were, but we loved it. We said, this is, this is more of what we're looking for. Okay. End of the day, we'll drive out. Well, as we're leaving the community, we see a little sign. I believe you noticed it. Cause you notice everything that said new developments, you know, new houses being built. And so we went into the model and it was actually around the same price range. And we couldn't believe that you could get that much for the same amount versus mm -hmm. the garbage that we were, was seeing. And that was it. We were sold. You and put that $2, was $2,000 down, $2,000 to hold it. That's it. That's right. And not nothing else until closing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the thing is also, 
with the upgrades, you know, that was really good. Now I have to be honest, that was a year ago. Bluffton is really, you know, getting very, very, very um, popular. Mm-hmm. And if you look, I knew if anybody it looks on they had a new coffee perk, a central perk or some sort of coffee place on the corner. And I said, anywhere there's a new coffee place, there's going to be a lot of people. <laughs> well, I, this place is growing leaps and bounds now. And especially since it's right near Hilton Head Island. Um, but I have to say, as you could attest, going through these, we must have gone through at least 10 homes that day. Real estate is very personal, especially to a woman. We have this innate innate feeling about when you walk into a home, there are many times I have people say, the poor guy, the husband or the the (laughs) spouse or the partner is in the garage looking at the the ceilings and the attic and the whole bit. And all of a sudden the woman's like, no, Harry, let's go, this isn't for me. And he's like, no, no, no. A woman has that feeling when you walk in oh, you know, I think I could find myself here. And you are a prime example, just as a single woman, going into some of these houses, you were like, no, my, I just, and I know you are good in looking beyond. You are good that way, but you could not see it. Once we went to the place where you felt, you know, this could be something that's good. Right. And it didn't even turn into my house. It's a rental property, which is amazing and a new level for me as well, as far as, you know, the next stage of real estate investing. Um, But even still, you're still left with the house at the end of the day. So God forbid something happens. Look, even in this environment and this economy right now, if I had to go live in it, you know, because my renter left, I'd be happy there. Yes. You know, I'd really be happy there. So um, it is you. a very, yeah, very, very, enough. oh, you're welcome, sweetheart. I love you. It is a very emotional time for people. And yeah. some people think they're just going to go in a house, find it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> from the moment you decide of, to even look, from the moment you decide this is what you want, and even on the seller's part, from the moment you decide to sell, the emotions that you go through are so unbelievable until the very end. Um, people have got to make sure they know that and give themselves time to really realize that with inspections and uh, other little problems that could come up. Right, that you don't it, expect. It, right, it's a process. And if you do not have a good realtor behind you, um, it could really go bad. And a lot of people can do it by themselves, which I give them all the credit in the world. But for those that really don't know much about real estate, you really have to really feel trust in your realtor. Right. That's what we're here for. Good. You're right, though, because <laughs> you don't want it to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and it does for a lot of people. And it's a huge decision for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. to have is, that person to it, guide you through it. Yeah, it's the it's if not the most the most important thing you'll ever buy in your life. The biggest purchase, absolutely. That's, yes. So. Okay, let's go back to those stories because I know you've met a ton of people in your career and had good, bad, otherwise ugly, all of the things. I know you had one recently. I don't know if that's the one you want to talk about, but does anything stand out to you in your career of stories that you'd want to share right now? Well, for the most part, as I said, I've been – this dates back to the 70s. So I've been very, very lucky. Okay. I have been very, very lucky in, in most of my dealings. Um, 
I have, if when you speak about that, there are just two that really pop in my mind that are, were really bad. Oh. And um, <laughs> one was the mother, the mother, poor mother-in-law is in the, in the nursing home and the daughter-in-law is selling the house, even though she had a husband, <gasps> you know, oh, and, no. and um, at the time we were down, we were doing our own pictures. Now I hire photographers, but at the time we were doing our own pictures. She was not happy with that. She had to add some of her own pictures. Um, I offered to also uh, stage the property because the woman had older furniture it was taken out we wanted to at least do the living room and dining room well nothing was ever you know when nothing was ever good enough and i really really from the very beginning i was like okay we're going to do this slow and then for some reason it just took a little longer to sell that property of course mm -hmm. of course <laughs> okay and then um after that it winds up selling while i'm on a cruise Okay, so now she did not want my coworker, and she threatened that if I lost this deal by the time I got off the cruise, which meantime everything was fine. I was able oh to talk goodness. to them. Oh my goodness! But she th threatened me so many times, and the last part of that was um, I had given her a couple of handymen that I had not used myself, but I had heard good things about, and she used this one gentleman and wrote me this long, long text saying that I purposely kept him away from her because I was saving him for her other, for my other clients. In the meantime, I never knew him. I used to, I find out lady, I used to play pickleball, which oh. I don't know if anybody knows what that is with his wife. So he knew of me, but I did not know of him. And she wrote this very, very mean text telling me this. And you know, that gets me emotional because I don't lie. I'm sorry. Right. So you take it personally I, and you can't really take it personally in this business, but it is kind of personal. It is. So and the only thing I could say that, is I never used this gentleman. I never met this like gentleman. You find yourself defending yourself for kind of no reason. And that's all I did though. Right. I did not try to explain. All I did was that. And by the time that we closed, it was very, very, I mean, she just even had a problem with changing a light bulb that we <laughs> had to go in with your father and do because, <laughs> yeah. So that was um, one. And then another one really quick, I'll let you know, is the, the man had me sell his home, which was pretty uh, costly. And he bought another one blocks away, which I didn't know he was gonna do. I thought he was moving to another area of South Carolina. And it came to a point where one day he got mad and he threw the AC man out who was trying to do the inspection. Um, while I was there, he yelled at me and threw papers across the <gasps> room. Oh no. Yes. And um, at that point I said to him, I will not be coming back alone. Anytime I come back here, I will be with my husband. And wow. he, just, he just said, listen, uh, that's just the, the temper in me. I'm fine. Don't worry. Nothing against you. And then uh, even the, the attorney at the time was going to drop him as a client because of his temper. But we all calmed him down. And surprisingly, we don't know how it happened. I think he just was very happy with us as a team, the attorney and me, mm -hmm. because down here, the agents write up the contracts, the attorneys don't. So I was very, very involved with this uh, and the purchase of the other home that he bought. And it winded up that um, 
we got through it. We got through it. But I have to say that had to be the ultimate um, worst. Yeah, I remember that one because I've never in your whole life seen you that stressed by something with work and by someone, to be honest. And what made you just not dump it and say, hey, this isn't worth it? He was in contract. Ah. Okay, we were in contract. The other people, if he backed down, he would have owed a lot of money to the other people. So it wasn't, I had no right. He hired me. So as a realtor, my job is to do the best I could for this client. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to show him that he was going to get the better of me. And I did, I followed the precautions that I knew to do as a professional. And uh, it worked. It worked. But then you have the ones, the, the single people that move here and they just so happy they have a home and no matter how and a community it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they thank you every time they see you. And, and, you know, I've had 95% of those and that, that's what makes it. But those two, you just <laughs> remember. Literally you two. always remember those two. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's, it's a business that ups and downs. Um, if you're not, if you're not honest, you know, it's could get you in a lot of trouble. You just have to, you have to be very, very, very diligent and uh, just be a normal, respectful person. That's all, right. you know, so. I was going to say, while we wrap it up here, what are like three top tips um, as a realtor that you would give adv- as advice to anyone newly to the business? No your company you're working for is number one. Ooh, that's a good one. There are mom and pop companies, which are wonderful, depending on how involved you want to be. The bigger companies tend to do a a lot more with relocation. Um, Training is so important. Number two, know the real estate business inside out, do the webinars, do the classes if you can when you're first learning get in that office and stay in that office ask questions um and then again when you finally do meet people if it's your first month you know you know you had Mm -hmm. to say to somebody i just started yeah i will do the best i can and if i don't have the answers i'm going to ask somebody for you. Right. So you have to be honest, get your training because there's so much competition out here and so many things that I don't even want to deal with anymore <laughs> between the computer age and technology that you have in the palm of your hands to help you so much easier than when, it, when, when I was younger. And mom, you're not even really on social media. You're on Facebook. I mean, <laughs> that's what your social media extends yeah. to, correct? So, I mean, just the fact that you do the business that you do and aren't well, even using some of those tools. Well, I mean, you, yeah. Andrea, Andrea, the reason is also, and people are going to laugh at this, I'm in an adult community. Now, we are an active adult community. I mean, you have to see people out here. They're bicycling, they're playing sports, you know, things like that. However, I'm lucky because 98% of my stuff is in Sun City. And a lot of people don't even have computers. They don't have technology. They don't know how to use computers. So for me, they allow me to use a lot of paperwork instead of DocuSign and things like that. I'm allowed to go to their houses and let them fill out the paperwork. And I'm like, yes, 
because that's what I used to, you know. I don't want to learn anything more. I'm too old for this. But uh, that's why if I had you by my side, you'd be doing all that for me, you know. I know. <laughs> but that's the funny thing about now. If you if you are just so good with technology today, it's unbelievable the things you could do to get clients and, you know, thank. I'm just so grateful that um, my reputation is good here, so I have that following. Um, otherwise I'd probably just have to say, you know, I'm going to full retirement. So I say that often. I want to do that. And then I get that phone call. They're going, hi, I just got you your recommendation from somebody. I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I'm always retiring and then it never happens, but, uh, I just, I know you'll do great. And then anybody else that's out there that wants to start, it's a wonderful business, but it's, it's, I mean, I have done deals at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it's not something that you could, you know, just put a schedule on. Yeah. Exactly. Your vacations are very stressful because unless you have a good partner and people want the partner, see, I don't have a secretary. I do everything myself. People call me, they're going to get a call back from me, you know? So I want to be in touch with my, my clients. Right. And uh, that's the difference. So, well, I but, mean, look, you had you were on a cruise. I mean, let's be real. I constantly go on vacation with her, and she does just fine. <laughs> we managed somehow. We managed to have a good yes, time. Yes, well, yes. Arlene, mom, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. Any last words before we sign off? Nope. Thank you for this opportunity. I wish everyone out there the best in whatever career they choose, but just give it your all. Because as I said, especially sales, you have to believe in your product. If you do, you'll do great. Well, that's my mother. So grateful to her for coming onto the show. What a fun time. And I hope you guys all enjoyed watching that. Please feel free to like, subscribe, follow, and spread the word. Share this video if anybody you know might be interested. And uh, comment below. Let me know what you guys think. If there's anyone you'd like to have on the show, anyone you'd like to see, let me know. I'm open to all thoughts and ideas. And I thank you so much once again for joining us, whether you're listening at home or watching. And I wish you a very good day. Until next week, stay tuned.